Welcome. Uh, this is uh, Jeff Cohn with the Wall Street Resource, and joining me is Steve Cooper. Steve's the CEO of One Stop uh, Systems. And for those not familiar with One Stop, Steve, can you tell us a little bit about the company? Sure. Our symbol is OSS, and we design and manufacture high-end computers that are used outside of data centers, sometimes called at the edge. So when, when you say high-end computers, you're not talking about supercomputers, correct? Well, actually, I, I kind of am. They're the uh, modern equivalent of supercomputers. They're uh, often used for artificial intelligence that's going into self-driving cars and imaging systems in medical. These are the very high-end compute power, but then made so they're suitable to be outside the data center. What that usually means is lots more I.O. and a higher degree of ruggedness so they can survive outside. Okay. So you're not ruggedizing laptops and things like that, though. You're making more what? Well, the products are servers and storage arrays and high-end compute accelerators. Um, they are rugged. We, do, uh, we design them from the ground up, uh, so they're not taking an off-the-shelf thing and ruggedizing it. They're mm -hmm. truly gr uh, ground up, uh, new designs that have, again, lots of I.O. and lots of extra rugged capabilities. Okay. So it sounds like they're proprietary. Yes, very much so. Um, almost everything we ship is unique for a particular customer. Uh, we use the term specialized, which means custom or proprietary. Uh-huh. Okay. And then, and so, so you're, um, so these aren't design-in components. You're actually making the whole computer, or no? Yes, we're making the the whole computer. Okay, but it's all specialized. So it's not you're not selling off-the-shelf computers, is what I'm getting at. Yeah, that that is correct. Okay, and so who are you competing with? Uh, the market for these kinds of computers is very fragmented. Uh, probably due to the specialized uh, needs of edge computing. Um, so sometimes people will try to take a standard computer, an IBM, HP, or Dell computer, and use it in an edge application, but often the computers don't have the ruggedness or the ability to have enough I.O. So that's where uh, customers will call us in and say, hey, we think we need a specialized computer. Could you design something uh, that meets the needs perfectly? Okay, so it's nice. So it sounds like you're not competing on price. Very rarely do we compete on price. Okay. So, but when you when you are up against others, who are some of the names that you're up against, or are they all just small companies we wouldn't know of? Uh, many, many in that small specialized uh, area. Some of the larger ones would be someone like uh, Mercury Technologies, uh, uh, where they particularly specialize in rugged computers for the military. And, um, and we'll go up against them. Um, uh, other companies, mostly private and small and even regionally focused, we think there's a tremendous opportunity here to become the large company that does these high-end specialized computers because there really isn't a market leader. And uh, we believe that One Stop Systems, with our growth and increasing reputation, has a, a unique opportunity to dominate that industry. Okay. And, and how big is the industry? 
We think the uh, available market for one-stop type products is between two and three billion dollars currently, and growing nicely, particularly as more of the artificial intelligence AI type capabilities are now able to be put inside of vehicles or inside of other applications. A big opportunity for us, what we call AI on the fly. Okay. So when you went out, what, what's your edge? We have a number of key core technical competencies. Uh, one is in uh, PCI Express, which is the technique uh, we use to get lots of I.O. and very high performance I.O. into the system. If your computer is sitting out where you're collecting the data, you've got to talk to sensors and this and that, as opposed to if your computer's in a data center, you just talk to Ethernet and you're done. So, uh, but out in the real world, there's a lot, lots more different kinds of I.O. coming in. So that's probably our number one core competency. And then secondly, we have a lot of expertise in very rugged design. Uh, we do some systems for the military, and those are, have full mil specs for shock and vibration and humidity and all the other mil spec parameters. Um, and then we do things all the way down to just semi-rugged. Uh, for example, one of our large applications is for computers that are used at concerts to display multiple images on the uh, different screens. Uh, but that equipment also gets treated pretty roughly by the roadies and the people that are setting up and taking down a concert. So it needs to be much stronger and more rugged than, uh, than say, a commercial computer. Mm -hmm. Now, is most of your business from, from one product, or is it really across the line? We have three main product lines right now. We have uh, servers, uh, flash storage, just storage arrays and uh, GPU-based compute accelerators. Uh, the GPU accelerators are systems that you would attach to a server that speed up your software. For example, uh, you might have a program uh, running on a main server that's an Intel-based server, but if you attach one of these compute accelerators, the program can run as much as 1,000 times faster. So they really accelerate the speed you can do your computations. Okay. And then so... Um You'd mentioned AI. Um, so, so who are your customers and, and what vertical markets are, are you targeting? We have a large variety of customers. Um, the bigger ones are OEMs where we're designing a product specifically for them and then they're reselling them into an end application. Those customers typically are the ones that are writing and adding the uh, software and other uh, very application-specific elements and they have us do the hardware for them. And then we're also involved in a number of government programs. Uh, some of our larger customers on the government side would be Raytheon, General Dynamics, L3, Lockheed Martin, the prime contractors. And in the OEM area, uh, we sell the customer I mentioned before that does the concert display systems is a company called Disguise out of the UK. Uh, we also sell to self-driving vehicles uh, in particular, we sell to Lyft in their uh, AI-based self-driving autonomous vehicle program. Okay. Uh, in terms and of vertical markets, we tend to focus on three vertical markets. Uh, instrumentation, where we build a lot of products. Uh, again, with instrumentation, you've got a lot of I.O. coming in. Uh, the medical, and particularly medical imaging equipment, so the very high-end CAT scanners, PET scans, uh, even some of the newer uh, mammogram-type devices, we're 
building the computers that are usually inside or in a cabinet next to those machines. And then a third segment would be uh, military, where we're doing compute systems and storage systems uh, that can go into a variety of military vehicles. We've been particularly su successful in um, some of the Navy intelligence uh, aircraft, where we're uh, shipping quite a few product. And it, how, how big of a percentage is the government? Government in total is running about 20% of our total revenue at this point. Uh, there's a big growth, high growth potential there. Getting into a program like the ones we just mentioned, are, it takes a long time, several years to not only design, but to, to do all the testing and the proving. But once you're in, you're usually guaranteed a nice revenue stream for 10 to as many as 15 years. And so uh, that kind of business, uh, hard to win, but once you've won it, uh, really gives you a, a nice level platform of business. So we've got some of those in, in play as well. Nice. And, and what are your marketing channels? For the most part, we use direct sales. So we have a fairly large direct sales force both here and uh, throughout Europe. We also use uh, internationally a number of distributors. Uh, that helps deal with the languages and the currency exchange rates. So we do have distributors in most foreign countries that we do business mm -hmm. in. Uh, within, the direct, just, oh, uh, uh, within the direct sales, we just recently have uh, modified our sales team and established a new federal system sales program as that, uh, that federal systems or government business has ex is expanding very rapidly. Mm -hmm. And I was asking, are, are there any partners that you have? Our primary partners are uh, the, the suppliers to us. Uh, probably the most significant one, uh, most strategic one, is NVIDIA. They make the GPU sure. chip that we use for our compute accelerators, and we're a, a preferred partner with them, which uh, gets us lower pricing, but much more significantly than that, uh, gets us direct access to their engineering and future planning groups. So we'll find out about components that are coming out in the future and actually start working with their design engineers on our designs that are going to use those components. Often uh, we'll have a board-level product or a system-level product in design uh, before the chip's even available. So that allows us to get to market much more quickly. Uh, we also have a good partnership with Intel and AMD for the main server chips. And then uh, Broadcom, uh, their PLX division, uh, makes the PCI Express switch chips. And that's a key component that we use in, uh, uh, to get that high I.O. expansion capability. So is everything by design, or do you have some off-the-shelf product you, you sell? Yeah, we have both. Uh, we do have a standard product line and a, a normal website that you can see those on. Um, but for the most part, our revenue actually comes from these, uh, uh, these specialized products that are custom to each customer. Um, we use a lot of our off-the-shelf technology as more like technology demonstration vehicles. They're good things for the customer to say, hey, I want exactly that, except I want it with this, this, and this. And so we do a lot of derivatives from our standard products for individual customers. So it, it doesn't sound like you can be stuck with inventory from a specific customer. Is that correct? They buy the, the certain quantity? Uh, that's correct. Uh, small amounts of inventory do tend to build up as we sometimes buy a few more parts than we actually plan on using so that we have spares in case they're needed. Uh, but for the most part, it's a pretty efficient uh, inventory model.
And then are, are you just selling in the U.S.? No, we're uh, quite international at this point. We have about 60% of our sales is outside of the U.S., about 40% in the U.S. Um, the other big markets for us are in Europe. Uh, we sell quite a bit in particularly Germany and England, but all throughout Europe. And Asia Pacific, we have fairly good sales in Japan, um, not so much in Korea, Taiwan, and mainland China. So I noticed you, you pre-announced some pretty nice numbers. Um, so are you doing acquisitions? Is that how you're growing, or is it all internal? And also, what is the growth strategy? Uh, well, first of all, thank you. <laughs> We're really <laughs> proud of what we achieved last year. Uh, we grew in total 57% year over year, so a fairly high growth rate. Of that, the organic piece was about a 12% growth rate. We tend to run a between 10 and 20% organic uh, growth, and then we're augmenting that by acquisitions. We did two acquisitions about a year and a half ago, and those contributed nicely uh, uh, to our growth in 2019. Okay. And then... Are you able to scale? Is this something you're, you're manufacturing all yourself or, or you're outsourcing as well? We're using a combination. Uh, we, for the most part, manufacture everything ourselves uh, at the assembly and high levels, but we do outsource sub-assemblies, cable assemblies, metal assemblies, uh, bare boards being assembled. But then we do full systems integration and production uh, at one stop. We actually have three factories now, uh, one in the San Diego County area, area of California, one up in Irvine, California, and then one in uh, Munich, Germany. Oh. And so what capacity would you say you're at presently? We're currently, uh, well, first of all, we expanded our capacity quite a bit in 2019. We more than doubled it here in our San Diego facility. Um, such that we're currently only running a single shift. And uh, we're probably running about 70% capacity at a single shift level. But if we were to go to multi-shift, we could easily uh, uh, double our capacity. So, uh, so we've got a lot of room for scalability uh, in the coming years. Okay. And then in terms of the revenue model, um, it, it's just a – basic, sell it, get paid, however, get paid much longer when it comes to the government, or what does your revenue model look like? Uh, yes, very much so. Uh, we're a hardware producer for the most part. We do have a software engineering team, so there is a software element. For the most part, though, it's uh, hardware sales. We, get, uh, uh, we ship them out. Typically, since they're business-to-business -business computers, the terms are typically net 30. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, our government sales are actually paying a little bit quicker uh, hmm. than our commercial sales uh, customers right now. So uh, uh, maybe we'll dispel at least a myth in, in our case that the government always pays things slowly. They, they don't in our case. They're paying very promptly. Nice. And in terms of gross margins, you, you said there's a little bit of software in there. So w where are you now and are they where you want them to be? Um, Currently, we're running about 33% gross margins, and it's growing up from about 31, 32 a year or two ago. Uh, we think we'll get to about 35% gross margins over the next couple of years. Uh, so it's growing steadily as our economies of scale go up and we're able to purchase components a little bit more cost-effectively. And then also as our technological core competence and value add goes up, we're able to price 
our products a little bit higher. So uh, uh, growing margins we think will continue for a number of years to go, come. Okay, and and you know it's hard to ask you about a gating factor after the numbers you put up, but you know to, to grow even faster, uh, what what would be the gating factor? Well, particularly with the organic growth, which is what we're focusing on right right now, the key is for our business is design wins. So we have these standard products, these technology demonstration vehicles. We engage customers. Uh, because we're growing and getting a lot of good publicity, we have more marketing than we've ever had, we're getting more opportunities. So the keys are really more opportunities and then a higher close rate. Uh, we were extremely pleased last year that our close rate, meaning of the 20 or $30 million opportunities, we typically have closed about 30% of our opportunities. Last year, uh, we closed over 75% of those opportunities. So higher close rate is, is a fantastic thing, and we've made really good progress on that. And then the third element is once we've closed the opportunities, they almost all have some unique engineering involved. So we'll need uh, to be increasing our uh, engineering talent. Uh, so it's really those three things uh, that are key. It's winning the design wins, and the keys to that are more opportunities and higher close rate, and then executing and having more engineering so that we can put out uh, these specialized products and then enjoy the revenue for years to come. And, and what does that process look like for, for winning a design? Uh, you know, how long of a process, how much testing do they do, how long from the time um, they start to, to finish? There's a fairly large difference between the commercial and the military. So let me first do the commercial and then <laughs> explain the military is a little different. But for the commercial, um, usually uh, the projects we take on are usually six to nine month design cycles. Uh, so once we've closed, uh, uh, gotten the initial PO to design the product, six to nine months later we're usually producing uh, a small run of prototypes that we will run through their tests. We'll ship some to our customer. They'll run through their tests. Often after the prototypes, there's some modifications. They want to add a feature, change something, or fix something. So there's often a second revision of everything. Uh, and then at that point, we go into full production. And usually a commercial design win will have a lifespan of three to five years. Uh, after three, or three to five years, the customer is usually looking for a replacement product with new technology, bigger, better, faster. Um, as I mentioned, the military is a little bit different. Uh, there's a much longer pre-sales cycle. usually takes six to nine months to even get the go-ahead. And then once you get the go-ahead to design the product, the design cycle uh, is, is longer because the military has a number of, is a much more rigorous uh, process typically, usually about a year to a year and a half for a military project. Even if it's similar technology to the commercial one, it just takes longer. And then the military also then adds extensive testing, uh, much more than you'd ever do on a commercial product uh, for, for kind of obscure kinds of things, lots of shock and vibration and temperature cycling, both hot and cold, uh, humidity testing, uh, algae growth testing. There's just all kinds of strange things that you go, you really do that? And, and for military projects, the answer is yes, you need to do all those things. Um, and then once all that gets qualified, uh, the deployment lasts a lot longer because they've put a lot more money and investment into it. So typically a military program uh, will last anywhere from about 8 to maybe 15 years run rate where they buy the same thing. Oh, wow. And that's with reorders along the way, correct? They don't 
plan out that far, do they? And, uh, they typically don't. They'll, they'll give you some forecasts or some expectations of what to expect over that many years, um, but then they'll do master contracts that may be for three or four years of production, uh, but for each shipment they'll still issue purchase orders, uh, so you might have a purchase order for things to be shipped within the next six months. And for the organic growth, what are some of the, the key drivers? For us, the key drivers are really the new technology core competencies that we're promoting that we're good at, and two in particular. One is the concept of AI on the fly, and this is a, this is a one-stop term that means we're taking artificial intelligence levels of computing, higher compute power than has ever been available, and deploying it in a way that it can be used out in the field. So artificial intelligence up until very recently was only something you could do in a data center. You would collect the data in the field, you'd ship it to a data center where it would process that data for months at a time, and then you'd take the answers and redeploy them out into the field into a vehicle or something like that. The paradigm is completely changing, and, and we think we're a part of that, to where you can be constantly collecting the data and put the AI computer right next to the data centers or to the data collection sensors. And then you can on the fly be updating your artificial intelligence models. So, uh, so we think that's a very exciting trend and we, we're winning a lot of design wins where people are recognizing that's the way they want to do it going forward and uh, being a leader in the space really helps. The second yeah, core company, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, with AI uh, growing so fast, that, that has to be a good driver for you. Yes, tremendous driver there. Um, the second core competency that, that's worth mentioning is we're leaders in PCI Express, and in particular, PCI Express uh, is switching from Gen 3 to a Gen 4, and then uh, has plans to shift to Gen 5, and in each one of these generations, the speed doubles, so you really want to get on with the new technology as quickly as possible. And because OSS is a world leader in PCI Express Gen 4 and will be also a leader in Gen 5 when it comes out in a couple of years, um, that's drawing a lot of new design wins to us. People say, hey, I've got to get on this Gen 4, Gen 5 uh, roadmap. Who are the leaders? And they're, and they're not that many that are pushing the state of the art the way OneStop is. So. Not everybody uh, who, who listens you know, specializes, so for those who don't, um, PCI Express, can you explain that? Yeah, PCI Express, uh, the simple version of it is if you opened up a desktop computer or a server, it's the adding board slots. That connector that you add in the boards to has the PCI Express protocol on it, and it's, it's the high-speed communication directly from the CPU chip to an I.O. board. And that path, how fast you can communicate to the I.O. board, is PCI Express. And it's gone through several generations. Uh, the Gen 3 to Gen 4 is just now occurring. And because it makes such a big difference, it doubles the bandwidth, you can collect a lot more I.O. You can build faster I.O. boards and collect it into the CPU and into the memory at double the speed you've ever been able to do before. And so it's, uh, it's hugely significant, uh, probably the biggest thing going on in uh, uh, computer hardware this year, e even though not a lot of people really understand the, the details quite the way that we do. Well, now we do, thanks to you. <laughs> uh, 
In terms of uh, you know, looking out over this year, what are some of the events or catalysts that, that we should watch for? We actually are doing a lot of marketing this year. Uh, we have over 16 conferences and trade shows that we'll be demonstrating products at and uh, talking about our AI on the fly and PCI Express. At, and that's where a lot of our, our opportunities come from. Uh, in terms of investors, we'll also attend six investor conferences this year. Um, and that's a way for us to get our messages out to the market more broadly, uh, as are things like this interview. So Very those good. are the keys. Okay. Um, any uh, remarks you want to leave us with? When I try to think about one-stop systems, I think we're a great emerging company, a high-tech company, making specialized computers and winning design-ins that will last for many years. Uh, we're a rapidly growing company, as seen by our recently announced results. Uh, we also have a big focus on improving our margins and profitability. So we're very excited to be here and uh, think we're positioned very well uh, going forward. Very good. Well, thanks for taking the time and sharing all that. Thank you, Jeff.